Welcome back, Wildcats, or should I say campers, to season three of Pod Talk Jam and Break here on the Brazilian Dragon Podcast Network. My name is Felipe, but you can call me Rocket Man this summer, and I'm not alone. I am joined by my friend Gadget. Sam, how are you doing? I'm doing great. I feel like since I'm a newbie, I'm still waiting on a nickname. I feel like it's oh. appropriation to take Gadget. I'm still waiting yeah. until they dish those out to all of us newbies. Well, I, I did hear that you weren't able to be on last season because you spent the summer LARPing in Minnesota. That's true. And I had to, I've, I've hidden that from everyone for so long, but now is the time to tell everyone. Yes. I finally we'll had to get, get that off my that, chest. But first things first, how's your day? Uh, my day's great. Um, after this, I'm going to go play some pickleball later, which I would imagine they're playing some pickleball at Camp Shallow Lake. It's a very, uh, I feel like it's a very summer camp game now. So yeah, so it's a good day. I'm enjoying yeah. myself. How about you? How's your day? You're coming off a fun night. so I had a great night last night. Uh, we had a birthday party for your boy. Uh, and then I think you I... might be the, the first person to ever record a high school musical podcast hungover. <laughs> yeah. Well, I don't think I'm super hungover oh. anymore. Uh, I will say, I fell asleep on the couch because I got home. I opened the cards and the presents that people brought me, and I fell asleep on the couch. I woke up at 7.38 in the morning to... The, the noise of either furniture moving or bed moving. <laughs> furniture was moving. Yep. But uh, let's hope that's not happening at summer camp. But actually, it wouldn't surprise me because summer camp is known for those shenanigans. Yeah, there's not a lot of privacy in the in the bunkhouses at Camp Shallow Lake, no, at least. No, probably you have to go probably not happening in the, in the woods, yeah. I, pro- I exactly. presume. Yeah, one would yeah. imagine. But uh, let's talk about this episode of High School Musical, the musical series. Season 3. Episode one, happy campers. We start with season two recap from Ricky that you know they just tagged on the last day they were filming that Lily scene. Yeah. They were like, oh, we need a recap. (laughs) Give everyone a little reminder what went on. I hated the recap. The lines were so awkward. And that's the first thing. The show, I feel like, is... I enjoyed the episode, but the dialogue, I remember... Like the first... Yeah, the first few scenes of dialogue were just awful. Like everyone in the car, awful dialogue. Like... I'm all for, you know, I don't think like dad jokes are corny and stupid, but none of them fit or made sense. Like no one in history is just going to be, that's not, they're not even dad jokes. Yeah. Dad jokes are random puns, like in the moment. Those are just bad puns that DJ or EJ read on like some like bathroom reader book. Yeah. And like they they were, yeah. Um, And same, same with Ricky. Like he said that he is, he is literally Jackson goals. Like that doesn't even make sense. That's not even a joke. Yeah, like how is, like, if you say you two together are relationship goals and then you spin that into Jackson goals, sure, the only whatever. Jackson goals in this episode was Dewey Wood. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, but, no, I hated some of the dialogue. Uh, mm-hmm. What's orange? What's a bird that's orange? Or what's yeah. a bird? I don't know. Well, what's, what's orange and sounds like a parrot, a carrot. Yeah. It's like, yeah, that's a, that's a bad pun, but it made no sense in the context, and that's not a dad joke. That's just, like, a dad joke would be, like I said, in the moment. Also, are high school boys really doing dad jokes? Like, I, 
I yeah. feel like that's more of like a college. I guess yeah, it was it was their lead into that you know they're going on a road trip. So now he's he's road dad and he's the old guy of the group. But I, I didn't care for it one bit. Yeah. So the recap was awkward, and yeah. I hated like so we went up north, and uh-huh. battle lines were drawn, and it was right. like literally because it's north high. Right. Um, um, it was it was a little bit better the recap, or I guess not really recap. In, in the car ride where they explained where all the beloved characters are, that was a little bit better, yeah, but it was still pretty on where everyone is? Yeah, so EJ asked, so remind me again, um, you know, being being the viewer in that c- scenario, he asked where everybody was. Um, Seb had to work the farm. Big Red had to work the pizza shop. Did he have an excuse? I don't think they mentioned I can't remember. Big Red. Yeah, this, I think she said, um, Ashlyn said where Big Red was. I think he was working the pizza shop. Didn't care. Um, Nini was going on a road trip with her moms. And then Ricky was going on a road trip with Lily, who they do not speak of. Um, yeah. they, even though at that moment, they didn't know like her crimes of the harness. They just hated her so much, they don't speak of her in that exactly. moment. Yeah. So that was where all... The beloved characters were at that moment. I think it's later mentioned that Howie is off to college. Um, yeah, I guess already maybe doing to go to camp. Of, yeah, yeah. Um, that's but, really uh, I yeah, I feel like that was good setup, but we didn't need EJ to like bang it over our head. Like, yeah. hey, where's our friends? Like, you could just be like, I wish I. It could be literally as like, I wish Seb could join us, but he has to work the farm this summer. And, yeah. Courtney was like same high. Like later, later, how they mentioned, you know, I already met where uh, he already yeah. he said Carlos said oh, I already missed Seb. That would have been perfect. You could that could have been the first mention of it. We didn't have to yeah. have a recap immediately after a season recap. Like it was, it was a little much. Yeah, like said dialogue not great. But Gina comes out and she has braids, and it's like, wait, there. If we'll talk about this later uh, in the cabin scene, but it felt like there was no stopping point between like last season. It like, this was the next day. Yeah. It felt like based on last season and this season, but I'm like, no, there's, they had like the end of the school year. Yeah. We, it felt very much like unrealistic to For me. Sure. Like, like, oh Lily, God, Lily and... like two seconds since they've been doing yeah. Yeah, I say Lily and Richie have had to be chilling for at least. Yeah, I said Richie right there. Um, they've had to be chilling for at least for a bit if he's going to Jackson Hole with her. I mean, you don't have to be, you know, full on in love to go on a vacation with a significant other's family. But I mean, surely it wasn't just like a week ago that he they had the musicals and he texted her, and now he's going to Jackson Hole, Wyoming with them. Like, so yeah, they've been hanging out for a bit. So yeah, EJ and Gina presumably been hanging out since the musical as well it's like have you and guys- i feel like the spring musical yeah. usually wraps up in like mid-april at yeah. the latest or maybe first week of may yeah but you and know- even still like the the timelines are all messed up because if howie's off to college like that's not happening at the beginning of the summer either yeah. like he's at some student orientation but that doesn't happen till july i mean most yeah. of the time you're off to college in august but you know being generous maybe it's july so they've been you know the the, the timelines not the writing on this show has always been the part that I right. get frustrated with the most, especially as someone who has mm-hmm. written scripts before. So like the dialogue, especially, and like the way mm-hmm. they distill information is not my favorite, but mm-hmm. we'll move on. Uh, we get this I quote unquote mashup of uh, what time is it start the party, but really it's just what time it is with yeah. start the party like three times. Uh-huh. 
Um, right. I was excited when I thought they were going to do a full mashup mm-hmm. because I felt like, oh, this is new for High School Musical territory right. for this show. Um, but no, they literally just had start the party three times. And I was kind of bummed because it was like, oh, if you're going to commit to a mashup, make it a full mashup. Uh-huh. Um, what did no. you think of the song? Um, yeah, like you said, I you know finally enjoyed getting what time is it? High School Musical 2, classic banger. And then I was yeah. like, oh, cool. They're going to have I a mean, full mashup. Vibe. Yeah, and then yeah. like I said last episode, I'm not super familiar with Camp Rock, and so the whole time I was like, was was any of that start the party? Like, was any of that Camp Rock? I know they said start the party a few times, but I couldn't tell you what the song sounds like, so I feel like it was just High School Musical there. And sure enough, I was right. Yep, it it was a disgrace to call it a mashup, yeah. but apparently it was. For sure. Uh, and they one song. Is done and they're already in california uh, yeah um, and they do like a, they do a little you know swap seats fire drill kind of thing in the middle of the road trip in the, in the middle seat, of the summer yeah seat. exactly yeah uh we see rocket man and gadget meet up aka ej and maddox uh and maddox takes her everyone's phone bucket i love that courtney's phone has a name sasha right um but yeah this is the moment that you mentioned in the trailer yeah. 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 So, and I think I was wrong. I think um, I had mixed it up that Maddox was the one that didn't want to be there and Jet was the one that was a yeah. diehard for uh, camp. And obviously, now after the first episode, that was backwards. So, Maddox is, she is a staple, similar to EJ Rocket Man. Um, she's been there forever. And then Jet, who we meet later, um, he is definitely, definitely got some mystery to uncover with him. Yeah. Um, meanwhile, Richie is with Lily. And uh, possibly the worst scene of all time, possibly the worst scene of all time. Yeah, it was so bad. He really wants to feel free finally. And this is like um, apparently a theme that Ricky's been on Mm -hmm. and like is the theme of his episode arc. But uh, Lily wants to make TikToks all day. Right. (laughs) Very much uh, like it reminds me of like when LaRon does those dances on his TikTok mm-hmm. and he has like one of the kids, Jabria. Yeah. And it's like <laughs> in the background. And that, uh-huh. Yeah. Um, it was very much like that. And I'm glad they addressed um, his relationship with her quickly. Cause it makes sense. We saw him at camp in the trailer. So we're like, okay, he ends up there eventually. Um, so I'm glad that uh, that relationship is done with now. Yeah. And I'm glad they like, kind of like fair. We only have eight episodes this season, and I feel like yeah. they didn't waste a ton of time like yeah. trying to extend things. I, I hope we get a cast list by next episode because I don't mm-hmm. want to like yeah. um, be doing speaking, all speaking that. Speaking of cast list, oh, the other thing I hated, um, one last thing about Richie and Lily until we're done with her for good. She had um, four things of like industrial strength sculpting gel. Does does Ricky's hair look like he uses sculpting gel? Has she Does she know anything about hair products? There's no gel in that. There's no... there's like volume and texture of that that's not staying still yeah that was a stupid thing to say you might have a matte cream he has texture there's no gel in there especially I'm like d- four cases for like yeah. i'm still working on like i have i bought like a, bo- a small bottle of hair gel and i barely use it so it's like only on social occasions yeah. does it need using mm-hmm. um but yeah no, ricky ricky needs his natural like curls right but uh, Nini and Miss Jen bond. Uh, Miss Jen is going on a cruise with Mike Bowen, and this Mr. Mazzara erasure is upset. Yeah, yeah, no mention of him at all. It's just, oh, uh, yeah, I really like, yeah, Mr. we needed Bowen. to know where all the kids were, but what about the most important adult yeah. relationship? 
Yeah. And also all of these relationships started at the, at the same time at the end of this musical. EJ and Gina are still acting like they barely have been dating. And then two of the others, which obviously is different with Miss Jen and Mr. Bowen, that they're adults, whatever, they're accelerating the timeline. But they're already going on a cruise together like, you know, a month after this. You typically plan cruises out further in advance. Um I don't know. A lot of again, you know, a lot of well, minor Mr. Bowen had a. About. Maybe this was a cruise that Mr. Bowen and his wife, his ex-wife, so. had planned a year ago. And she he loves the open water. Yeah. Um, and Miss Jen likes him, and she's like, and Nini has this line: "Your face doesn't match with your words." Mm-hmm. Um, and then Miss Jen throws it back at her. There's, because... there's a there's a curb your enthusiasm plot line where uh, JB Smoove's character he has a girlfriend that he was going on a like a trip to Europe with and they break up, but since it's your flight tickets, they have to have the same name. So he's auditioning women of the same name to go on a trip with him. And maybe that's what happened with Mr. Bowen and Miss Jen. Like it just so happened that whoever he was planning on going on this trip with was also named Jennifer. Do we even know her last name? No, I don't think so. Okay. Well, it's irrelevant. It's on her yeah, resume probably yeah. that she, but it's probably on. fake. It's probably fake. It's probably fake last name. You know, Miss Jen is like, my headcanon is that if we like made this more realistic, Miss Jen is like play- giving all the kids fakes when they oh, go yeah. to college. Yeah, for sure. Uh, so, uh, yeah, so Nini is nervous. Uh, she's not in a disruptive state. She doesn't know what she's going to write about. She's struggling with creativity. Um, and we'll come back to that in a second. But let's go back to summer camp because Carlos has teased a celebrity guest. Mm-hmm. Um, and each of the wildcats have a guest well i guess not gina but gloria steinem uh oprah and then uh, yeah and carlos says greta gerwig carlos no but carlos says uh i'm obligated to say greta gerwig i'm like what yeah i i have a problem with i need to find out who wrote that line feels feels icky yeah to make the one of the lgbt characters say that yeah, maybe was, I think it's Zach Dodds who wrote this episode. Yeah. So you can Google him if you want. Yeah. Send him some hate mail. I was like, insane guesses. And then, spoiler alert for later, when we get to the fact that the uh, celebrity guest is Corbin Blue, um, Carlos says, This is so much better than Greta Gerwig. And it's it's yeah. not. It's like, it's not. Carlos has some of the worst lines in this show. It's insane yeah. to me. It. It really is. But uh, okay, but you did like one of his lines that we can talk about now about Corbin Blue. Yeah, he did say, I can't even remember the context. I watched the episode like an hour ago, but he did say for some reason he had to call him Corbin Blah. And like, try uh, you know how Corbin Blue's last name is spelled? Right. Yeah. It is a B L E U. So he had to give it a little French touch and call him Corbin Blah. Yeah. Um, Do you think Corbin Blue had to approve that line? Yeah, I don't know how much. Corbin Blue is getting a say in this because his character, I think he's probably getting a pretty decent say because they made his character um, seem a lot busier than I think he is in real life. Because like I feel like Corbin Blue could fit it in his schedule of like making Hallmark movies to you know direct this summer camp as a charity kind of thing. Um, so I think he's kind of getting to embellish himself a little bit. So yeah, he probably approved of being called Corbin Blue. Yeah. So after this episode ended, like it advertised like a high school musical like documentary from season one. And I think Corbin Blue's in that, but I'm not confident. Okay. But yeah, anyways. it's it's getting a little meta where he oh. in this show they are producing 
a documentary for Disney Plus in a Disney Plus show. So that was a little too meta for me. Yeah, we can talk about it. Um, uh, yeah. So Gina is super excited. We go to the honeycomb cabin where the wildcat ladies are gonna stay. Uh, Ashlyn used to LARP in Minnesota. We find out that's why she never came to camp with DJ. Mm-hmm. Um. Did she also had a character. Have you ever LARPed? I have not ever LARPed. Um, I'm not opposed to LARPing. I'm fine with people LARPing if they want. I feel like you could do better than being a sewing wench from Gondor. Um, I think if you've been LARPing for that long, you could probably evolve your character a little bit, but yeah, I've never LARPed personally. Did you watch Hawkeye? Yeah, yeah. The so that was one of the best, one of the, a, a great example of LARPing. So I don't know who at Disney Plus is obsessed with LARPing, but they're they're going in on it. Definitely, they probably want some LARP in like Disney products, like yeah. Comic Con sort of style. That's true. Um, Courtney is super nervous, which I noted on the second watch. Like, is this going to be part of her arc? Like, she's like kind of trying to discover who she is. Yeah, like, because I feel like out. even season one, she was like a background star. Mm-hmm. Like, she was the costume designer, I think. Yeah. And, like, she really, even though she's super talented, she was taking a back seat. So, maybe I'm excited to see if Courtney has a growth arc this season. Yeah, I think she will. Yeah. Maddox is super high energy and is trying to get into everyone's business. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't trust her. Yeah, I know, it's tough. I kind of, I like her, but, yeah, like, making comments on, you know, how relationships all fall apart at camp. It's like, yeah, I mean, obviously, that's a trope. You don't have to hit people. Or, you don't have to tell people that to their face like if yeah. she wants to write her boyfriend every day then you know let her do it you don't have this to see se- this show loves you know. to have a villainous woman right. each season in season one it was gina and then she had her redemption season two it was lily she didn't have her redemption maddox is probably going to be somewhere in the middle if i had to guess yeah yeah i think maybe maddox is just a keep it real kind of girl she's not yeah. i don't know that they'll necessarily make her as you know bad as they did with gina at the beginning of season one but yeah, it doesn't seem like they're they're intent on just making her like a fun friend they all get to meet. Yeah, no, she's definitely she has things going on for sure. Uh, Nis- Nini is missing her spark for creativity, um, and she does. Miss Jen goes through the teacher uh, lines that she has, like, "Are you sleeping well? Are you hydrated? And uh, are you hydrated?" And Nini says, "Is anyone truly ever really fully hydrated?" Um, which I thought was wise for Orad. Yeah. Uh, I, I thought that was good. As you sit from the hydro flask on the on the call right now, true true words for Nini. I thought I thought uh, Olivia's acting was probably the best thing in this show. She's so good. Um, in this episode. Yeah, she's very good. She's too good yeah. for this show. I feel like she is one of the few people who have nuance. Yeah, in range. Um, mm-hmm. At least on this show, maybe they are do have it as actors, but between uh-huh. the direction that they get. Yeah, I could definitely tell that her her speaking voice has gotten a bit like deeper in tone over the past couple of years since they last shot season two, as she has gone from you know probably like what sixteen to nineteen. Um, I'm not sure exactly her ages as they've shot the show, but um, yeah, I was like, oh, she is definitely not a child anymore. Yeah, um, but we we go back to Lily and Richie. Uh, Lily does have a nice moment where she's like, "Thank you for choosing your." to spend your summer with me do you think she was trying to sabotage him by taking him on this thing so he wouldn't become a better performer and at camp shallow yeah i, don't, I hadn't Long thought of that before yeah i don't know if it was necessarily to 
prevent him from becoming a performer, but to make her him more dependent on her, like taking that classic trope of like taking away all their friendships. So they have like, they have to be codependent with you um, and can't, you know, relate to anyone else outside of that. So that's probably the way I lean towards it. Cause I would imagine her ideal scenario is that he's still a great performer and they're just like this power duo that isn't friends with anyone in the world. Yeah, definitely. Um, but he goes to find his keys that he left in her closet. What? Oh, yeah. Yeah. What, what was that? Why was he in the closet in the first place? None of this makes sense. I mean, like the harness under the bed would have made more sense. Maybe if he left his suitcase or like, he was like, Oh, let me grab your suitcase for you or something. Yeah. Like keys. Like yeah. the writing. Yeah. Just no, no care in the world. Yeah, um, but uh, yeah, so the harness falls and he sees that and he's like, oh, I'll, let me explain that. And then he's he's like, and she's like, oh, you want right now? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I did like that line. Um, they're not terrible writers, but something yeah, like when he was when he was on his way out the door and he was like, you could at least call me Richard. Like that was kind of funny. Yeah. Uh, they have good jokes. It's just like the dialogue. Like, I don't feel like they, any of them have no, talked to high school. Yeah. In it's, just, it's, it's lazy. Um, and they're probably fine with that. They're like, yeah, we could, it's like in, in school when it's like, yeah, I could put more effort into getting my grade from like an 83 in this class to an 88 in this class, but that's not materially improving anything. So why would I put in more effort? And that's essentially yeah. how I think they're yeah, they're like, yeah, I could improve dialogue, but what's that going to get us? Is it going to make anyone watch it more? No. Yeah. Um, so they don't care. We go to Carlos, uh, who's coming into EJ's cabin. He meets Crash, who breaks things. That's his. Yeah, he, he breaks things. He's also just a complete dumbass. I'm sorry. He's like throwing, the, he's like, hey, new guy, catch. And he throws a football full speed six feet away. Like the I, I have, through the door. Yeah, I have great hand-eye coordination. I'm a pretty capable athlete. Like that's just a stupid thing. No one would have caught that football. Why did you throw that full speed indoors? Throwing a football that far away, it's not even fun. It's not even a fun physical activity to be doing to be throwing a football like that indoors. It's like why he's just stupid. That was annoying as well. So disrespectful. But then uh, uh, EJ Watkins, he's like, oh, first crash of the summer, uh-huh. and we get to meet Jet, who I'm super interested in. Because this man snuck a video game console into the camp. Oh, yeah. I, didn't even think that. I saw him playing that. I saw him playing that. I was like, oh, yeah, he's got his Switch app. But, yeah, I didn't think of Gadget taking away everyone's gadgets yeah. as they walked so, into the camp. I have a Jet theory. Mm-hmm. Should we talk about this now or later? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Jet is somehow related to either Corbin Blue or Jason Earls. And that's yeah. why he's there. It's see like that. he's there against his own will. Yeah, I can see that. Um, Yeah. I'm curious to see what happens with him. I, I thought he, I'm excited to see him. And then watching the clip for It's On, I'm like, oh, you're mm-hmm. a pretty good performer. So I kind of yeah. want to see. And he's like, he's like into it whenever they get to that point. So I don't know if it's, again, another continuity thing where they just don't care to make the performances line up with what's happening in the show. Or if he like. like an episode six thing, Color Wars. Yeah. Like, I mean, I can see that being the way, yeah, halfway through the season where he's finally, you know, gotten over whatever. Seems yeah. to be troubling him. For sure. Um, then, uh, yeah, so Ricky leaves Lily 
and says the thing about at least call me Richard. Uh, he drives to Shallow Camp and sings the song "Finally Free." Mm-hmm. What did you think of this song? It's honestly a pretty pretty decent song. Like I said last week, uh, most of the time when you know the High School Musical writers make a you know upbeat, more poppy song, it's not very good. Um, but this was a Joshua Bassett song, and I presumably presume that it was like co-written with some typical high school musical songwriters but this was one of his original songs and i thought it was, it was pretty good um in a vacuum i don't know that necessarily fit the tone at the moment but i thought the song was you know above average 7.5 out of 10 or so yeah no for sure uh i i enjoyed this one i think it like had the same vibes as lie 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 at least like musically uh-huh. not, not lyrically yeah but, um Maddox is confused by Ashton's devotion to Big Red. Ashton wants to mail a letter to Big Red, and she's like, I'm going to write him every day. And Maddox is like, eh, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Ashton is kind of annoyed with her. Yeah, um, like that's, some, and- that's something that you, I don't know, like, yeah, this is me, but this is something you, like, laugh behind someone's back about. Like, oh, can you believe this girl? Yeah. She's so upset with the high school boyfriend. Like, hang up and hang out. Just be here with us. But no, like, saying that to someone's face is so rude. Like, just yeah. let her do her thing, man. It, yeah, I don't like. I will say I don't know if Ashton and Big Red make it through the season based on this. Right. But I think that's like so disrespectful. And Maddox needed to yeah. be called out. Yeah, like just um, let. I think it would be it would make more sense in the context of the show to like let it fall apart over the summer and then like you know let Maddox be a heartwarming or like care, like a heartwarming moment professional. Yeah. Like because they do the documentary style anyways. Right. Like Maddox can just talk to the camera. Yeah, oh, the camera. It's, it's everything falls apart. Blah blah blah. Now I'm trying to, like, now I'm having, like, all these theories in my head. Is, like, has the whole show been, like, supposed to be a documentary for Disney Plus? Is that is this, like, The Office Season 9? Yeah, I have no idea. That's, uh, it's, it seems like they really want to make it very meta, so that's a possibility. Yeah. Um, they sing Shallow Lake, which, which was probably my least favorite song of the season. Yeah. But what did you yeah. think of it? I mean, it was fine. It was definitely, like, a camp thing it seemed like it had too many inside jokes like small inside jokes for a like you know a traditional camp song like that you'd sing every year it seems like a funny thing someone would come up with at like the camp talent show to sing one year it doesn't seem like something you would do you know all the time but i mean whatever uh and then we meet dewey wood who's the camp director and honestly i like this different side of jason earls because we see him being such like a like high energy person like to see him like as a sad sack yeah, which like, doesn't really make like the the classic Jason or yeah Jason Earls type of character like that makes sense as a theater camp director like annoying unnecessary high energy that makes sense as but a he's camp like director. A gym coach, right? Like this is yeah, mostly a sports said, camp. Yeah, he said like all of their staff is like sports people, so maybe that's the thing. Maybe this summer camp it does a lot of different camps throughout the year, like, or throughout the summer. Like they have a, a baseball camp that comes there. They have a, you know, tennis camp or whatever. And for two weeks of the summer, it's turns into a theater camp. So maybe that's why he like, maybe he hates this two week period so much, um, which that, that would make more sense because I had some, some qualms with this camp when, as it was being described, like their camp director absolutely hates it. That doesn't make sense. They're, they're, show director for the theater camp of 40 years just left that morning why how old is this director they have he's a 65 still directing high school musicals like what what were kind of productions were they putting on anyway i mean grease 
Yeah, so Greece. Little Horrors, stop of horrors, which should not be at camp. Another qualm I have with this camp is that EJ has been the lead for this camp, like for how long? For so many yeah. years? And like, no offense to EJ, he is supporting character through and through. If he has been your lead for years, like the, the quality of this camp is now in question. The only one that made sense for me was like, oh, okay, I could see you being the lead for uh Greece. Like, yeah, I could see Dan Zuko. It's fairly relevant. But, like, you are not the music man, Lee. You are not yeah. the dentist from Little Shop. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, I don't think Little Shop is an appropriate school. No, well, Maybe quite. for high school, yeah. Okay. But, yeah. like, if EJ was doing this for years, yeah. little kids in Little Shop. Right. But, um, at least it's not Rocky Horror, Mr. Schuster. <laughs> um, but, yeah, no, do we, like, Jason Earls looked, like, a little like Patton Oswalt. Yeah, <laughs> I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. He's definitely definitely gotten more Patton Oswalty as the years go yeah. on. Uh, Corbin Blue is the celebrity guest, uh, and like you said, he's doing a documentary for Disney Plus about the because the high school licensing rights were frozen. The Broadway play is going to go out to high schools, and so they want this one to be the first production, and they want to film it for Disney Plus. And he's going to direct the documentary and host it, but he is not going to direct the musical. And it's too meta and made my brain hurt. Yeah. And he was, like, pretty smug about not directing the musical. Um, his cameraman was also a pretty big tool. Oh, the cameraman was an asshole. But I like yeah. Corbin Blue's delivery of it. Because, like, he was still charming while he did it. Yeah. Yeah. He was – He Corbin Blue was fine up until, like, I think his very last send-off to Dewey, like, whatever he said. I was like, oh, man. Yeah, he left it on the, like, assholiest note he could have. Um yeah, that's yeah. The thing. I feel like they tried to make his cameraman more of a dickhead because yeah. they don't want like because Corbin Blue's playing himself, so they don't want right. him to look bad. Um, but yeah, but yeah, like you said, I don't know if Corbin Blue has the busiest schedule. Maybe he could like do this two week gig. Right. No, uh, I, I like. I just I don't know if Galloway can afford him. <laughs> right. That's fair. Yeah. I was like, what's what's his end goal? If he's doing this, you know, as a documentary, that if Disney Plus is funding this, like. Yeah, Shallow Lake can't afford him, but Disney Plus is paying his salary. So, yeah, he could be doing this pro bono for a couple weeks, shooting it while yeah. he's there. Would make sense. Um, but I guess, you know, for whatever narrative they have lined up for the season, obviously that wouldn't make sense because now Mr. EJ is our director. Yeah, and Corbin Bleu, uh, he leaves on his chopper. Uh, Dewey makes him the director because the dire- the other one is halfway to Alaska. Yeah. Um, and Nini says goodbye to Salt Lake. We don't really have any resolution to what she's going to do. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Ricky shows up at camp right as Gina is like, oh, there's going to be a fun summer. What could mm-hmm. go wrong? And, of course, Ricky shows up. He's like, what hey, could go wrong? Yeah. The person I actually love is here, not yeah. the man I've settled for. Yeah. Um, but that's our episode. Yeah. It was, it, was definitely a, it was definitely the start. That's <laughs> yeah. about the best thing I can say Start, for it. Hopefully I'd... a better party. Right. Yeah. Um, quickly, I want to go through, uh, I want to do MVPs and LVPs this season. And then also uh, something that we do on the What You Do on podcast is we tier list the episodes. And I kind of want to start tier listing the songs okay. that they performed this season. So let's start with the MVP. Sam, who are you giving your MVP to? Uh, or MVP. do you need more time to think? Yeah, you go first and I'll think about my MVP. Okay, this might shock the masses. I think Ricky's getting my MVP. Yeah, he's like I was, actual growth. He uh, like I'm like proud of Ricky. Yeah, um, 
if you when you put me on the spot, I was gonna be like, well, you know, Ricky, you know, finally he's finally free. He broke away from Lily. Like he kind of just did this thing on his own. He presumably like the shortest drive to California I could map out would be like to Lake Tahoe, maybe from Salt Lake, and that was like an eight hour drive in the night. So he did all these things by himself. Um, so yeah, he's yeah, finally so, like, what's his dad's car. Yeah, like, what's what's going on? What's going on there? Yeah. If if Mr. Bowen had to downsize from a house to an apartment, does he have like what has is he already on the cruise with Miss Jin? Did they take one car together and Ricky just I don't know. Um obviously yeah, that was it's, part of the recap, but like it had no like, uh, reference. I don't know. But yeah, Ricky, I thought Ricky had a good episode. Um I'm gonna give my MVP to Carlos because he was very obviously shaken. Uh, like I, I thought it was great acting by Frankie Rodriguez that he was like, you can tell that this you know city boy is very disturbed by being where he's at. Um, he did a great job of yeah. uh, showing how shaken he was, but um, you know, he hasn't maybe quite earned MVP yet because he, he hasn't persevered too much to where he like, Oh, I love camp now, but he at least persevered through the first day of being in an insanely uncomfortable environment for him. And so I'll give him the MVP just for that, just for trying. Yeah. Um, and then uh, I, Courtney was uh, an honorable mention for me as well. Yes, and I would say that for the same reason, yeah. Yeah. Uh, do you have your LVP ready or should I go first again? Um, yeah, you go first. I'm going to give it to Maddox just for that, like, she's trying to yeah. get in everyone's business, like, That's in the Honey Bunch cabin. But and more importantly, she's just disrespectful to Ashlyn. She doesn't have to say that to her face. Right. Like, right in front of her salad, please. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'll give it to Maddox too. I bet, I bet I end up liking Maddox pretty quickly. But yeah, that was uncalled yeah. for. And it's like I don't dislike Maddox. I just feel like get out of their business. Mm-hmm. Like you're trying too hard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and then so let's just quickly talk about songs. I'm just like we'll can title them later because I didn't really think too hard about these. Um, but like maybe one of them is like fabulous. Is the A S tier like named after high school musical songs? But let's start with the mashup. What time is it? Start the party. What? Up off to the top. That's the A tier. Oh, okay. Um, Love it. Or that could be S tier and Fabulous is A tier. We can figure it out later. But anyway, for Finally Free, I'm going to put that in the B tier. Like I said, I thought it was above average song. So I guess I'd give it an 8 out of 10 because that's technically a B. Um, so Finally Free, I'll put in B tier. And then the other two, what time is it? I'll put that in C tier um, because I, I like that song. It's fun. It gives me good memories of sixth grade um but yeah they left go home to watch the episode but they completely neglected start the party so c tier um and then shallow lake um yeah i guess i'll put that in d tier c or d tier but you know since i think it's largely irrelevant i guess that would call for a d tier most likely cool and you said what time is it is a c yeah it's c just because like they completely neglected start the party and it was just, it was fine. They didn't do anything super different from the original What Time Is It? So, C tier. Yeah, I gave What Time Is It? Start the Party a B, like, for the same reasons. I just feel like this is, like, if you're going to hit the nostalgia and you do a good enough job that it's serviceable, I feel like that's just mm-hmm. a B for me regardless. Still mad at the Start the Party not having, like, it's a B minus if we're actually mm-hmm. being nitpicky. But uh, Finally Free is another B for me. And then Shallow Lake is D as well. So we're pretty much on the same wavelength yeah. here. Uh, Shallow Lake is going to be one of those songs at the end of the season that I will not remember happened. No, it, it will never, it does not stand a chance of getting added to a Spotify playlist. It will be forgotten instantly. Yeah. But that's our episode. Do you have any final thoughts on anything we discussed? Any, I, like, this isn't a big theorizing show, but any theories you want to 
put your stamp on? Um, yeah, no real theories. Just excited to see like how how much of a supporting role Ricky is willing to take, or maybe since EJ is directing the musical, maybe Ricky just you know falls ass backwards into another starring role like uh, he seems to do. I swear, um, Jed such a better like put Jed as the lead and maybe that would, like, yeah, maybe that I, I would I would really like that. I would like to see yeah, honestly, Ricky take a backseat, and then that maybe will bring Jet out of his shell a little bit. If Ricky doesn't play Sven. Which is my hope. Um, I would hope that Ricky would get at least like um, uh, the 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 guy with Hans, Southern Isles. Yeah, that one, Hans, because it's at least something different. And it's like let Ricky be the villain. Yeah. No, I would um, I would really like if like if the the narrative that is set up is that EJ as a director like he makes the call to put this guy who's completely unwilling to participate in camp. Like if he puts him as the lead role in Jet, I think that would be really cool. And then yeah, Ricky takes a complete backseat in his spin. Well, Kristoff is kind of a background character in the first Frozen. So right. Maybe, maybe we can even put Ricky in as Kristoff and then true. Jet as Hans, but that feels so predictable. Yeah. Um, put make Ricky Olaf, honestly. Yeah, honestly, I I, I could see that, but it would be fun. I think yeah. Olaf would be my prediction, but Sven would be fun. Yeah. Do you think there's going to be drama if EJ's like, Gina, you're going to be Elsa? And she's like, but I want to be Anna. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I could definitely see that happening, that EJ doesn't give Gina the role. I think that that will happen. I feel like Ashen and Gina are both going to want the same role, and EJ has to pick, and that's going to cost Ooh, him. yeah. And he, gives it to lover. and he gives it to Courtney instead. Yes, love it. There you go. Or Maddox. Maddox can get in it on yeah. it, too. Like, who's your loyalty to, EJ? Um my prediction is that Jet is related to Corbin Blue or Jason Earls in some capacity, and that's why he's there. Probably probably Corbin Blue just because why wouldn't he have been in the camp previous years if he was related to Dewey Wood? But, yeah. Uh, uh, otherwise, do you have anything to add or do you want to get into plugs? No, I don't really have anything else to add. Excited to see where we go. Yes. So next episode, we'll be back. Uh, episode 2. Uh Tentatively, we have a guest plan. I'm not going to say special celebrity guest. Yeah, Greta Gerwig. Yeah, yeah Greta Gerwig is actually joining us to talk about her name dropping. I don't want to announce who it is. I'm, I'm going to pull an EJ. Hold, keep the cards close to the vest. Sam Smart, and Sam. I both know who it is, but uh, hopefully Sam can make it. If not, it'll just me, me and the special guest. But we're open to doing an additional podcast mm-hmm. because I love talking to Sam. He's a joy. I enjoy talking as well. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, but uh, here, if you if you want a hint. Sam and this person had the same birthday, but um, if you can figure out either of those, yeah. um, then good luck. Um, but Sam, what's going on with EATB and anything else you got going on? Um, EATB is coming back shortly, I think. So we released our season two, or no, season three, um, you know, premiere episode. We kind of you know take things a little lightly. Nothing really is set in stone. Our production yeah. too close to the sun. Exactly. Netflickers flew too close to the sun. Um, so that is our episode that we came back with for what we're calling season three. We should have another episode 151, which if you know anything about Pokemon, that will be Pokemon themed. Um, yes. As that was the I believe that was number. a Navi and uh, Navi and I combined to like pitch that idea for ah, 151. Nice. So yeah, for 151, yeah. we're having a Pokemon themed episode and then pretty soon we will be recording our ampies our annual award show where we give out our internet awards for just things in the culture so that will all be Uh, too many things this year (laughs) oh for sure a lot of things have happened in the past year uh, 
And uh, preemptive congratulations to everyone's brother, Robert, on his marriage. Yes, Robert will be getting married soon, uh, the day after my birthday. So that will be an exciting weekend for me. It will be filled with fun. Yes. Um, But Sam, do you have anything pop culture-wise that you think people should watch or consume or read? Uh, If you have have Apple Plus, I've been really big into Loot lately, starring Maya Rudolph. Um, very good show. I was dubious of Apple Plus when they first got into the the TV content game uh, because it just seemed like, you know, tech company throwing a bunch of money at it. Oh, big names. Steve Carell, Jen Franson, Reese Witherspoon. Fairly about uh, to plug the morning show. Also. <laughs> and that's what it seemed like at first. Um, it was like, OK. And I feel like I had a with was within my right to be dubious of, you know, a tech company going at the at the game that way but they've been putting out quality content like the morning show i've i still haven't watched yet i've heard it's gotten very good um i've loved a lot of things on there including loot is a great show and cha-cha real smooth i need to watch movie. that show. oh my god i think i legitimately think it's already my favorite movie of all time um of all cha-cha. time more than school yeah. of rock yes yes no cha-cha real smooth was an incredible funny heartwarming movie like you you have to run to go see that one okay well, good. maybe I'll do that after this podcast. Uh, I will say, for a tech company, they have one of the worst interfaces. They do. In terms of, like, user user platform. They do, and I think that's just what they've all collectively decided that we're going to have to deal with, because HBO Max is a horrible interface. It never wants to rewind or start after you've successfully rewound a show. Um, Amazon is, is not great. Yeah, not great. Amazon's whatever. Paramount Plus is not awful. Great. It's terrible. Um, so yeah, they've all decided that Disney Plus yeah, and Netflix are probably the ones that are the best. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, but um, uh, in terms of me, you can follow me at What the Fleep on all social media. Uh, Brazil Dragon Pod. It would be really appreciated if you went to both the Pod Talk Jam Break podcast feed and the Brazilian Dragon Meme feed. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts or wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a review. Helps us find new listeners. Um, this week, just this podcast. Probably, maybe we'll get back to Total Drama Island, depending on Autumn vacation whenever she gets back um otherwise uh scooby-doo podcast should be coming shortly tbd on when uh and uh my pop culture plug is the morning show the aftermath i was watching that yesterday before the party and it was getting really good in season two uh like season one i think is definitely stronger but season two is picked up Um, maybe i need to get back on that one i started the first episode like ah, this is good but yeah i've heard it you know gets into some problematic things which are you know very re- culturally relevant these days yeah. the the topics it covers um yeah, yeah i but need to get anyways, back into that do we have a hashtag for this episode sam oh man i mean hashtag shallow lake seems fair what i can't remember all the little jokes they made along the way maybe like a parrot and carrot yeah parrot and carrot Parrot, carrot. Yeah, that could be good yeah let's just do that Has- i need to start thinking of those at, sam, at not that sam davis uh hashtag parrot carrot and what you thought of this episode and uh until next time everyone uh get your backup now <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh Olin valor from davis comma will yes uh until next time everyone we're all in this together bye lily what richie come on please say richard Racing toward the horizon to see the rear view moon. I'm chasing pavements, escaping the life I know. Ooh.
me something new I'm making up for the time that I lost on you And I'm never gonna turn this car around And I'm getting lost, don't care if I am found Breaking away from the broken hearts No more mistakes, no more empty starts I'm finally, finally free Finally, finally Finally, finally, finally me, finally.